¿Qué rollo, güey? ¿Qué rollo con el chicken pollo? Wish I stare. This, this is your camera right here. But you can stare wherever you want. Tú eres la invitada. Okay. Let me just scoot up. I think we're good right here. I'm nervous. Why are you so nervous? <laughs> this is literally the easiest thing ever. You're going to love it. Because <laughs> I've never done this before. And the fact that you've never even like... I've never done this and I'm on here looking like a snack. Yeah, you do. <laughs> everybody's everybody's guys. been waiting for you to be on the podcast. I've been waiting for an invite. What? <laughs> are you talking about first of all let me see if everything is recording yeah. camera one we are ready to go on. um camera two yes hi <laughs> hi everybody <laughs> and camera three check yes we are basically good ready to go also looking at you like mom finally you have you are on the podcast also is welcoming you to la platica podcast <laughs> What up, guys? <laughs> so, do you want to explain? I you you know what the fact that you're on the podcast, you didn't even get like <laughs> I'm a, so nervous. You didn't even get like a right intro. Like I, know. I always like wait for everybody to like, you know, I give them an intro, but everybody already knows that's you, and everybody's been waiting for you. So, thank I, me being <laughs> your lover boy <laughs> as a human to a human. I just want to thank you for being on my podcast, La Platica. La Platica. <laughs> I'm so nervous. I really am. This is so different because... I feel like your heart's beating right now. <laughs> Why, you freak? Because I'm like, you guys, there's like three cameras. There's a lot of... It's a little intimidating in here. I'm not going to lie. Really? I'm Everybody just, else seems very like chill about it. I don't know. It's two minutes and you're already acting like this. Do you want me to put your song on or something? No. <laughs> if you want... <laughs> Guys, real quick, now that Karen's in the mood, I first want to thank you for everybody who actually pre-ordered all the merch. Yes. Um, se fue como pan caliente, and I cannot wait, we cannot wait to um, see everybody in the merch. Honestly, it's such a blessing to have the the support y todo el apoyo that you guys give me and Karen. Um, super blessed. So super, super pumped on that. Like I said, me and Karen are super blessed to have you guys. I'm super blessed to have Karen on the podcast and in life in general. Thank you for the invite, finally. Karen, you know damn so well I've been asking you. I'm busy. <laughs> Hola. So I made time, just kidding. No, it was like really random because we were just here, we were editing, it's a Friday night, and we actually were going to go to the movies tonight and go watch Bad Boy 3. Mm -hmm. That we didn't just, happen. We decided to just stay in. Edit. Yeah, and it just chill because we were gone the last couple of days. And then Sebas asked me, he's like, do you want to do a podcast? And I said, if I go on, I'm coming like this. It's because to be honest, we traveled all week. Yeah. My dumbass didn't do a podcast on Sunday, Monday. Mm -hmm. por, por way. And yeah. I was tripping. I wanted to film one with you last night, but we just you know got what back. Else? You know what else you did that you're being way for doing it as well? What? Do I, what? Do I expose you? You can expose me whatever. It's this fool forgot to pay. Yeah, this which is a heat. Forgot to pay the gas for two months. So today we come home and there's a letter on our door that they turned off our gas. So brand new home yeah. had it for over two months and they already turned off our gas. 
I'm going to say that's my fault, sure. But, and I'm sorry because you ripped me a new one because of it. Because, guys, when there's no gas, there's no. No agua caliente. No agua caliente. There's no stove. There's no heater. And it's there's like 40 degrees outside. So I'm freezing right now. And Karen being la escalofria that she is. I am. She's like freezing cold. right now. And I'm hot. I'm always cold. I need boiling hot showers. I need hot water. I just need everything super, super hot. And we go in the car and we're just so two different people. I mean, this guy wants it blasting AC and I want the heater on all the time. Full yeah. blast. I just like to be warm and cozy. And then you've been, you know, that's what you get for putting the heater on two nights in a row. <laughs> me waking up at four in the morning, sweating my. Webbles. My webbles out. <laughs> that's what you get. So no more heater. Anyways. But anyways, that's my bad. But speaking about being hot, luckily you got the first, you're the yes. first person, literally the first person. To have a Saca La Botita crew neck washed out black, I love it. a.k.a. gray. I love it. I love it. We approved of this crew neck a while ago. Yeah. The color, the cut, the design. It's just super comfy. I just really and like it. And it's so fun. And once again, we cannot wait to see it on you guys. You yeah. guys would be receiving that very. If you guys follow me on IG, I Sebas, 8YYY Sebas, you would see that I posted me prepping all of the clothes. I'm sorry, not me. Alex, my, you know, the guy helping me with all this. He prepped everything for you guys. And you should be seeing it soon. And I'm super happy. But Karen is the first one to have it. <laughs> I love it. So there so, you go. You can keep, so, keep warm now. I just want you guys to know that I'm drinking abuelita right here. And usually I like this with some type of milk. Some milk. But because we didn't have any heat, any gas, any fire... I yeah. had to make this with freaking water. I've never had it with water, and it's like the weirdest tasting. Yeah. <laughs> it does not taste the same. It tastes decent, I'm assuming. I mean, I need another pocket for like flavor, but it's okay. Nothing like with milk. Um, Nothing. Not only are you the first person to ever rock the crew neck. I'm the first girl. You're the first girl <laughs> to ever be on La Plática. <laughs> How do you feel about that? I feel good. We have a lot of talking to do. We have a lot of things we're going to spill. Oh, shit. Um, well, just, you know, well, our topic today. Yeah. We have a lot of things we're going to talk about, so I think it's good. I'll break the ice. And I'm, I'm I'm actually surprised that you're up right now. I thought you would be tired. Like I said, I mean, it's, normally guys, I will. it's 11 o'clock at night, and she's like I'm ready a night to go. Although I work better at night. This one's always trying to get me to work in the daytime, and I do. But if it's too early, I'm not, I'm not there. And yeah. then if it's in the midday, I just feel like I'm trying to do a bunch of things before store closes and uh, work stuff and whatnot, blah, blah, blah. So by the time I get to my actual like filming, just to film, it's like six o'clock and then I start prepping and this is uh, by the time it starts eight. And next thing you know, I'm finishing up at 12. So it's a bad habit. Mm-hmm. I hope to hope to change that this year, Ho- hopefully become more of like a morning worker. And that's what we've been working on this year. I mean, so far it's about like. 17 days into the year but i feel like that's one of the things we want to do is like we we you know are so blessed to do the job that we do and work on what we do but i think it got to the point where like we've just kind of had this hectic schedule for the longest time like we just kind of film whatever day of the week and um normally always like lands on a weekend and then when the weekend comes we're like fuck we can't go out because 
we're working whatever so we're trying to do our job so we like work monday through fridays we want to kind of treat it as a real job and then yeah clock out at like 6 p.m and that's it just like um i don't know if you saw the recent podcast with leche you know leche he said he said see leche she didn't watch it he she he said that you should be on a 1266 so what that means is 12 hours chingandole whether that be working out working working as in your job hustling you know being ambitious doing whatever you need to be doing to you know ponerte adelante mm-hmm. 12 hours 12 hours yeah 12 hours just being a monster okay. you know doing what you need to do six hours of you time whether that be going to the gym whether you just be you know doing the hobbies that you like Wait, to do in the 12 hours no no no, no. Oh, so day. there's 24 hours in a day yeah 12 of those is a quedarle chingarle six of those hours is you time whether that be going to the gym hanging out with you, doing a hobby that I like to do, and then the other six was all sleeping. One, all in one day? It's 24 hours. And the other six hours is sleeping. Got it. But I think I need more than six I need hours. More. I need about, I need a solid eight hours of sleep. Yeah. So maybe you can do 12. Four. Four. <laughs> four is fine. Fuck yeah. yeah, I do four. That's kind of how I do it. I feel like I do that all the time. Like I wake up, norm, I'm an early, I wake up, okay, I'm an, it's funny because I'm like a night owl, but I'm also a person that wakes up early. So I wake up between 6.30 and 7 almost every day. Sometimes 9. Actually, 6.30, I'm, I'm lying. Maybe like 7.30 now, 8. I go to the gym. I moved it to 9. I just feel like it's better for me. Um, and then I come back home and then I just smash it out. That's life. So what's up? That's baby? the life we live. What's up, babe? What are we talking about today? He hasn't, told me, he hasn't told me the topic, honestly. I mean, I'm literally just thinking about the fact that I'm not going to shower till tomorrow. I know. That's cool. I have hot yoga in the morning, and I'm just... Hopefully the guy comes before that or and right, at, right so, at that time. So after that happened, and I ripped Sebas a new one, I called, and Again. I got it... What? Again. <laughs> I called, I got it situated, and thankfully it didn't come out tomorrow. I'll never forget the one time this happened to me. At, this happened to me and Sebas at our other house. This that was on accident. But this is the second time you've done this. So you guys, goes to show. This one is a guy that likes to wait till last minute to take care of things. But anyways, um, it happened in January as well, actually. Really? Yeah, because we had moved from downtown to the house in the valley. And they were not available until February 14th. And it was like three weeks away. And we were like, wait, what? They're like, yeah, we don't have anything available. Somehow we had the connection. <laughs> you know, for being somebody super nervous on the podcast, you're doing pretty good right now. I'm not really? gonna lie. Because I'm staring at you. I'm trying not to look at the camera. I'm staring at you because you think I know, but like you're looking at the camera, you're like having a great conversation. Well, yeah, I mean, you're I'm meant a for fucking this. YouTuber, what do you expect? This is what I do for a living. I'm a There YouTuber. you go. So you're doing a great but job. But it's it's really like I haven't looked over there. Have you noticed that I haven't really Oh no, that camera is just that's a third person camera. That's not you. That's wow, not I me. I look awful, don't got right now. No, you do not. Yes, I do, baby. This is the you know this is this is the podcast life. Mics, headphones, lights. This ain't no tutorial. Anyways, so <laughs> I talk to Karen. You know, obviously every day, but we wanted to talk about a topic that can maybe help you guys. Can maybe help you. Maybe you guys are planning to do this. 
Maybe you guys are stuck in a rut and don't know what to do. If you guys are wondering, yes, I am wearing a hoodie that says Saca La Botita. This is just one of one. This is just an idea. I'm just sampling. Maybe I'm going to throw this out. Maybe not. Uh, leave a comment down below. If you guys do like the hoodie, Saca La like Botita. It. Yeah, I like it too. It's kind of cool, right? But, you know, we're just sampling. But anyways, back to what I was saying. Um, me and Karen want to talk about a topic. We wanted to talk about um, kind of like an expectation versus reality about moving in with each other. I don't know how long you've been with your man, your girl, whoever it is. Maybe you're feeling right now that is it time for me to move in with her? Is it time for me to move in with him? We want to talk to you guys about, you know, kind of our story and how we kind of finally decided, you know what, let, let's let pull the trigger. Let, let's finally move in with each other. As well as, as well as, like he was saying, expectations and reality as well. Like when you move in, you think everything's going to be super cool and nothing's going to happen. Everything's going to like flow. But then you realize a person is nothing like you. I'm the cochinos. <laughs> Just kidding. Wet. That's an example. <laughs> wow, the shade. You know, whether, you guys, we have like the most sarcastic relationship. Whether like it's tough love, I promise you. One hundred percent. Whether that be exactly what she said, you know, the person maybe is not exactly the way that you thought they were going to be. It might be financially. It might be. Um, and we'll give you guys examples of us because. Like, I think you guys know so much about us at this point, but examples to know, like, how it was with us, especially. But we had to adjust to each other. Um, I think first we should talk about our expectations. You know, around this year, around this time, Karen was working in L.A. all the time, all the time. It, it got to a point where it was every single day. And, we, and I lived in, in Inland Empire at the time mm -hmm. in a city called San Jacinto. And, um, yeah, I was driving. He lived in Marietta. I lived in San Jacinto. I was driving to do all my clients yeah. over there. In w less than a year, I racked up 100,000 miles on my little Mazda. Yeah. I'm like, the that's how much commuting I was doing. So just put that into perspective of, like, if you're driving, like, a couple of days a week. I mean, sometimes it was only like four days a week out there. And then I would drive to Temecula and I would just, I was always driving. Yep. Yes, you were. And thousand miles. Me being, me, me being the man, I was like, damn, like I didn't like the fact that you always were driving. Like um, I always night, felt like, early. man, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll drive her, you know, whether that be in your car or my car, I'll drive you to these spots. And these spots or these appointments, they, they were like, you know, she had to do makeup. So, most of the time when somebody wants to get their makeup done, it's not at three, four in the afternoon. It's like early, early as fuck. And Karen would always do weddings, um, events, and everything was like a 6 a.m., you know, call out. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so her living in the Inland Empire, um, she had to wake up way before that. Because here's the thing. When you live in the IE, especially where I lived, you have to drive down like a high, like, is it a highway or like a road for about 30 minutes before you even hit a freeway. So imagine yep. just like that drive. And I drive through like this scary ass Scientology center every single day. Then this long stretch of road that had so many accidents all the time. And 
semi drivers and it's late. It's like there's not like street lights anywhere. Like it's just like a dark road for like 30 minutes. And then you finally hit the freeway. But come to realize you're still like an inland empire. So you still have another 45 minutes before you even hit like what Chino Hills, like any of that. So I live deep. And then from there, it's like you finally like it's Chino Hills and then you hit West Covina and then you hit Alhambra and then finally downtown and Pasadena, wherever, you know, but what what is like 60 miles, 80, 90 miles, whatever, uh, sometimes would be like a four hour commute in the morning, three hour commute. If I yeah. if I if I left my house at 6 a.m., I would not get into into, let's say, West Hollywood, um, maybe 930, close to 10. Yeah. So, so in order for me to get to a call time by like eight, I needed to leave my house at 4.45, 5 a.m. And even if her call time was, say, nine o'clock, and if she left at 8.30, sure, she might have, could have made it. But she will leave before that because she didn't want to drive in all that traffic. Yeah. So once she got to the destination, you know, you park, you pay to park. Obviously, in L.A., you, you pay everywhere to park. Um, and then maybe she'll take a nap. You know, I'll be on the phone in with her. In my car by myself. Yeah, just like, like parked solo. in a parking lot. So anyways, that's another story. Um, she would do that all the time. And not only that, you know, this is what we, this is what she wanted. And I was happy for her. And this is what we wanted because, you know, where we were from, you know, small town, we wanted to get out. We wanted to explore the world, right? Us being young and ambitious. And that's what we did. And then same with me. I was working. And then, you know, you just get, and you guys probably understand this. If you're in a relationship right now and it's more than two, three, four years, um, you get to a point where you're just done dropping that person off at their pad. Yeah. Um, both of you might have lived with mom and dad still. Um, it, you, that routine just is just it's it's so repetitive sucks. and it yeah. sucks. It's like you want to be with this person all the time. But then at the end of the night, it's like, baby, you want to you want to sleep over because, you know, my parents are cool with it. But, but 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 your parents aren't, and then like there'll be times where like she actually did, but then she would go home and she would be like semi in trouble. Yeah, and then I look bad. You just start to grow out of that stage of, you know, I'll drop you off, I'll do this. It's like you start thinking, we're done with this. Yeah, it needs to be like we need to live with each other. And and one of the reasons why like we held off from ever moving in too is we didn't have any money. Like the first six years of our relationship. We made enough just to pay like small bills, like car insurance, cell phone, yeah, gas, no rent, no none of that stuff. It's literally just yeah, our car my, payment. My parents never. My parents are the type to never ask me ever for rent money, nothing. But I would help. I would always like offer to like, can I just, at least just buy groceries or something? Because yeah. I would do whatever I could. But like, I, I mean we never could really afford to actually move in with each other. So we that's what's one of the reasons why we just kind of like, you know, waited that long before we actually did. And it wasn't until I started freelancing and saving up, saved up for a long time. Yeah. They finally made it happen. Which was really cool. But I would go visit apartments that I could even afford just to, just to get inspired, you know? Yeah. I would go view apartments and I'm like, I just kind of want to see it and get an idea. And I would literally just like, I felt bad. I waste her time because they were like, oh, I'm going to sign you up. It's not, I'm like, yeah. hey, no. So she, she, you know, we, we started to work a lot in, in, in downtown. And then, you know, it's just like, dude, let's live in downtown because downtown is so dope. And it really is. I, I, mean, it I love downtown. Like not too far from our family either. It was like yeah. far enough to be like in LA, but we're not like, I mean, we're not deep, deep, you know? Exactly. Um, 
so we're just like you know we finally tell ourselves like maybe it's a good idea if we move in like you know she's making x amount of money i'm making x amount of money we think that we can actually maybe pull this off so we go to downtown la and i and i remember the the, the first time i was just like man fuck it's so much money like Hell yeah. Like rent was X amount of money and we're like, oh my God, like that's literally all we're going to have. But that's not even including our car, our bills. We're not going to live with mom and dad no more. Who's who the fuck's going to feed us? Like it it hits you all at once when you start like adding up numbers. You're just like, oh my God, this is like impossible. Like that's how it felt for us. And it was especially from coming from never paying rent because both of our families never charged like nah like like our, our family i don't know if you guys are like that or, or if anyone ever went through that but like our family like my mom my dad never like m- m- believed in charging like us kids for rent or anything like that um my parents were always just like no 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 like you know you work you're yeah. doing your thing it's fine my mom would always say no no me des pero tampoco me quites and that always stuck with me. And I was like, man, like, you know, you you the homie mom. But one day, hopefully I can give you, you know, something. Yeah. Because it was true. I didn't have any money to, 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 to pay rent at my mom's house. It was barely enough for me. And, you know, you it, it gets to a point where you make X amount of money and you want to help your parents. But if you yeah. give that money to your parents, you're still back at square one again. Yeah. You can't get out of that bubble, you know. So you try to save, you try to save without helping your parents, which sucks, you know, just to try to get out of this, like, level one yeah. to try to go to level two. I feel like I, I always, from a young age, because I've always had jobs since I was, like, 16 years old, I always um, would always, like, anytime I'd make tips, like, at the restaurant or wherever, I would just, like, like, if I didn't make enough, I would always just, like, like, the restaurant always, like, gave me food at the end of the night, so I would bring food to the house. Um, I would... Um, like with any tips, I would like always like, well, I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to grab like milk and eggs or something else you need, you know, little things like that. And I think that that meant more to them than anything else. And I remember there was one point in my life where I was so broke and I had so many crazy weird bills and things that were doing things I was behind on. And I started having to go to like a, like a payday loan kind of thing where it's like you pull out money like every i know i didn't even know you did that you told me that years later yeah yeah you know because it's something that you probably were embarrassed to tell me oh yeah i was i was really i was really embarrassed because it wasn't like i went in and like had to borrow money and then i paid in and that was it it was like i would go in and for how much i made i could they could only lend me 250 dollars they give me 250 dollars and then in two weeks you have to pay it back so i would pay it back only to pull it out again. So I did that for a few months until like I was able to catch up. And I felt bad because my parents had to do that sometimes too because we didn't have any like money. So that was like the way to help out. So again, like circling back to to like our story, it's like, you know, just know that guys that like before all this happened, it's there was a lot of times that like just moving out seemed impossible because we didn't make any money like that. And we just, it just looked impossible. So I always been blown away people that can afford like, you know, it doesn't matter where you live. You can afford to live like on your own and support yourself, your family. Like that's incredible. That's like so, so incredible to be able to do that. Um, You know, especially when I hear girls are like, or like single parents in general or anything like that. It's mind blowing. Like just, you know, how it all is. Mm -hmm. So coming back to the topic, because I I think we can go on about, uh, you know, uh, we, we can probably relate to everybody. We're just like every, you know, it's, there's always a struggle to, to get to 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 a destination always there's, there's always obstacles but going back to what we were talking about 
Um, so we finally end downtown. And and that was we, my that way real quick. That was like our goal to live there. And yeah, I said, I said, downtown is dope. Like, like, and I manifest that for like two years. Mm-hmm. I said, I want to move to LA. And if, when I do, I want to move to downtown. Mm-hmm. And I saw these really cool apartments one time. I would, I want to live there. I kept mm-hmm. saying that. And it's like, I kept like manifesting it. Like I'm going to move in there one day. And I said, if I don't live in downtown, like, I'm not because my mom was like, why don't you just live like, I don't know, like in um, yeah, like Riverside or, or something. West Covina. And I was like, I was like, and no shaving from West Covina. I was just kind of like, if I'm going to move out of here, I'm going to move to like where I want to move to, not just settle because I want to, you know, move out. Yeah. It's not that I want to move out. It's that I need to move closer to work and what makes more sense and more convenient. Mm-hmm. Um, t- time to me is important. Like I wasted more time driving than I did like anywhere else. So. That was like my goal. So I remember, I remember being in Marietta still. I, we were at a gas station and we literally looked at each other and we we're like, let's just fucking do it. Because, you know, the day prior we were in L.A. and we looked at some houses. We looked at um, a high rise that we really liked. And, you know, we were like, fuck, I think we can do it. I was working in downtown L.A. too, cutting hair. So it was perfect for us. It was literally perfect for us. Yeah. Um, so we literally go the, like the next week and fuck, we just did it. Yeah. We did it, and then, you know, and it, it's so funny because, oh, go for it. I'll no, let no, you. No, no, So we, we did it, and we were so happy that we did it, and we were so, like, I told my parents, and, you know, I was kind of sad, you know, and, and if you're going to yeah, do that, you're, you're going to get super sad because, you know, I, I, I moved out for a little bit before when I was, like, 18, 19, but I'm not going to count that because that was kind of, like, me being stupid, and this is another thing that you guys need to understand. If you don't have money... And if you barely can make it, if you can barely make it and you want to move out just because you don't want to be at your parents' house or wherever you're at, and if you barely have money, still, I don't think you should do it. I don't think you should do it. It takes away the fun of moving out. If if you're wanting to go on your own or have a roommate or move in with your girl, but you guys are barely going to cut it. That's going to just bring more problems. You're going to fight with your girl because there's no money. So that's going to cause stress. Um, you're not going to live a comfortable life. I do not suggest that because I did it. I did it. I moved out. I had no money. And then guess where I ended up? Back to my parents. Like three months later. Exactly. But, but not three months, but like, But yeah. here's the thing. If you want to move out or you have no choice, like you can move out. Just make sure that you can, like, like for example, if. You, you can find a place that's in your budget, but it's still kind of tight. Cut things you don't really need out. Cut drinks. Eating. I mean, not eating. <laughs> eating. <laughs> Damn. Cut eating. Do not eat. Cut eating now. Cut drinking. Like, with your friends on the weekend. Like, cut those little things that you could save up for something else instead. I think that's, like, one of the biggest things I can recommend to do. Because I feel like some people, at some point, you don't have... If you don't have a choice, you get kicked out. Whatever. Like, you have to make something work. But definitely make it work, like, in your budget. And yeah. um, cut out things aren't, as, like, um, as important. Even Netflix. Like, what's it? 14 bucks a month now? Something like that. Yeah, like Seven. 14, 15. I don't know. Something like that. Like, you can cut that out. You know what I mean? Like, you know, your friends, your homies can share passwords, make it work. You could start, you got to start doing yeah. little things like that to just really make it work. Um, so we move in uh-huh. and we're oh so God, super excited. And our expectations in the beginning were, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God, this is like the coolest thing ever, which it was super sick. It's like the best feeling. So if you can move out, do it. it you you know, you, 
if you're it's 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 a part of being an adult like it's yeah. it, and it's the best feeling it's such an accomplishment but anyways we we move in and karen just cries for like a fucking month straight every day i was sobbing in tears like you guys have no idea i think it was almost two months of me crying like we wanted this like so bad and then all of a sudden the fucking everything just turns like from black to white and then it's like oh my god i don't know if we we did like i don't know if this was like the best idea i, I think i made a mistake you guys have no idea i cried for i want to say almost two months straight i cried every single day ask him till this day i still facetime my parents every single day i have to facetime them every day i need to talk to them i need to see them on camera every single day uh, I just love my family a lot. And I think that's the thing is because I moved out when I was 18. I was like a little bit rebellious at 18 because I was like, I'm 18. I'm a fucking grown ass muchacha. I can do what I want. And it's my parents were like, yeah, right. Like you can't even like afford a gas girl. Like what are you talking about? You're a grown ass woman. But when you, when I was 18, I was on this like, I want to move out. I want to move out. I want to move out. And it didn't work. I think work. everybody's like that too. Yeah, but it didn't work out. I didn't have any money. I, I, I worked at a restaurant. I was literally making minimum wage, which was like seven bucks at the time. Like, Well, at least you were ambitious. Yeah, but I was like, I want to move out. Well, I was more like that because I just wanted freedom and I wanted to go out. Then you get over that. And then time went on and I moved out barely four years ago. What was I, 26 years old? Mm-hmm. So it hit me harder moving out at 26 because when I was 18, you kind of are, you're still a kid. You're still kind of dumb and you're just kind of like not sure where life's going. And I don't know about you guys. For me, it was like, you almost look at it as like, I'm young, I'm young. Like my family's going to be there. I'm young. But when you're older, it's kind of like, no, I love my family. Like my parents are older now. Like you almost, you I, it almost me moving out made me like, love my parents more than ever because I was, I mean, me moving out the age I did made me love them more because I appreciated them more as I got older. I mean, I always have, but as I got older, I appreciated my parents so much more. And I just kind of felt like, I just kind of felt like, what are they going to do without me? Like uh, the last what year uh, that I was like freelancing and making like a decent amount of money, I was helping them. And I just felt like I was kind of their backbone for yeah. them. And I felt like I was one of the strong ones in the family. Like I really kept everyone together and I, I helped out as much as I could. So to so leave, I that was kind of. Like, like I betrayed them. And my dad's really emotional. So my dad was like crying. My mom was more like, oh, okay, you'll be back. I mean, my mom was more like, you'll, you'll be fine pretty much. But my dad was really sad. My dad said he slept in my room for about a week or a month. I think he said he was just so sad. Um, but I mean, my dad are so close, but. I, I literally cried so much. Yeah. Like, so I was at one point almost like, Karen, you so, just want to move back? Like, I feel terrible at this point. You're so, well, un- you're miserable. I don't think I said that because I was like, hell no, you stuck now with me. But no, you did. You said we can move back. And I was like, no, no, I was it's just fine. saying that to make you feel better. I was like, it's fine. It's fine. But I mean, I'm talking morning tonight, sobbing my eyes out. Yeah. Um, I felt bad. I'm going to cry thinking about it. (laughs) So we, we, um, don't cry. It's okay. Here. (laughs) My eyes were getting low. I know. God damn. (laughs) Guys, Karen is so super emotional, which I love. I I, I love that about her. Like my feelings get hurt so easily. And, and, and especially if he says something to me, like he can't, he can't throw jokes at me. Like he can, but they have to be like. The way yeah. you talk to like a five year old. Why, why do you think we don't prank each other? <laughs> oh hell no. Yeah, but 
we got a one bedroom, one bath, one sala apartment, but it was dope. Like that's all you need. Um, and then I just remember we had no furniture. I mean, we, we just moved in, um, no furniture at all. I remember we brought, I think her queen bed from your house yeah. and a couple of your other things. Cause I didn't have shit. Yeah. I fucking brought my PlayStation and my clothes <laughs> like yeah. legit and, and my he, car. Oh, yeah. We used all your nice shit. Yeah. But before we did that, um, we got the keys before we took the U-Haul. So I remember she was just crying in that one bedroom. It was, I remember perfectly. It was like gray wood, gray, gray wood floors. And then we were just looking at a downtown, all the lights. It was so beautiful, but I'm right here and I'm like, Karen's crying. And I'm just like, fuck, <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> it was so bad. Like you We guys. just put a fucking deposit down. Fucking I'm, cheer up. I'm not even exaggerating you guys how bad it was. I just felt like I felt like I, I felt like my parents died. Like that's how bad it was. Yeah. So <sighs> boom, check. Um, <laughs> before you move out, just make sure you're emotionally stable. No, no, no. I was going to say. But if you move out, it's okay to cry, guys. It's okay to miss your family and feel like you're almost betraying them. You, it, it's okay because you love your family. Like, trust me, it is okay. Like, don't feel like you're alone because it hurts. It's almost like you're closing the chapter of your life. And for me, I closed the chapter of, like, my my whole life. My, my 26 years, I've only lived with my family. Yeah. So imagine, like, imagine closing that and it's like, okay, like, I'm legit a big girl because there's no turning back anymore. This is like a whole new life we're getting into. And for me, it was just like, it was just more like hurt. So if you guys ever move out and you feel sad or you feel like, what's my mom going to do without me? What happens? Something happens to them and I'm not there. Like, it's normal to feel that way because I feel like us as children, some of us really step in as almost like uh, providers and protectors of our parents. Like, I feel like if something would happen to my family, but if I'm home, it's different versus me being like in LA, I would have felt guilty that I'm here and they're there, you know? And mm -hmm. especially because the area they lived in wasn't the best. And I was like, how am I living in a nicer place? With my parents, like, yeah. I felt terrible about that too. Like and that, that was the I, hardest part. I think to me, to me, that was the hardest part for both of our families. It's, and sometimes it still is. Yeah. I mean, not as much anymore because we try to help our family as much as we can. And we do, um, but to me, that was the hardest part is me being I'm not saying that my family was living in like slums or anything like that. No, no, no. But, you know, you get to a point where you love your family so much and, you know, we're so happy. We got a cool little apartment. We're doing this. We started to travel. Work started to be really good. We're just living a completely different life. Completely different life. But months before we were living a life with our family. Yeah. So now I felt that leaving, you know, our nest yeah. with our mama bird and papa bird yeah. and then flying on our own and actually flying, yeah. like flying, flying as yeah. in like good. Um, That really made me feel like, fuck, like, I hope they're not looking at me like, dang, this guy just left. And that's what I mean. Betrayal. That's how yeah, I, I know. That's how I felt. So, so, so that's another thing for me is that I felt that shit, like, I just don't want my parents to think that I just dipped on them for a better life, but I just had to understand that my parents didn't feel that way. Your parents no. didn't feel that way. No, if anything, they were, they were happy for us, but I do feel like me and Karen are such down to earth. Uh, she's super humble. I, I think I'm super humble. <laughs> 
Um, I just thought <laughs> we're just good people, so we worry about those kind of things. Yeah. But I think that was the most hardest thing for me, and then the hardest thing following that was getting accustomed yeah, to living to with each a, other, to living with a woman, and living with a cochino guy. Yeah, throw that one in there. So that's that's the second thing. So the second thing is be prepared to be to, completely different. To be completely different. And in in the beginning, I think it was actually difficult because one thing is, yeah, we love each other. Yes, we 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 we're together. We, we you know this is what we want. But there's a completely. I don't care how long you've been with somebody. When you live with them, phew, fucking different. Yeah, it is. And I'm not gonna. And I don't think it, I don't think it really hit us until like six months after living with each other. Because after like the first month and two of me crying, it finally like okay, cool, it's exciting now. Yeah. So now it's like let's find pieces, and then I started realizing like our styles are different. Like this one wanted posters in the apartment. I yeah, said, I was like, what about like a Michael Jordan I poster said, up there and a Kobe one over there? I said you can put it in your closet where your clothes hang. When you move the clothes, they'll be right there for you. But I was crash, like, I said, crash. I said, are you kidding me? Like, like no, 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 no. Yeah. And he wanted posters. He wanted like, he just wanted like. I remember a, he, it's a one ba- one bedroom, one sala. <laughs> he wanted one kitchen, a man cave, and I get it, but. You have to, it's compromise. You have to compromise yeah. with each other. That's the biggest thing. And he wanted this, he wanted that. And then we just both, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I kind of won the compromise. I mean, obviously <laughs> I feel like the guy will always let the the woman, AKA the queen. No, but, but I still wanted, win. no, but, but, but I didn't make, I didn't put like a rose gold no, couch no, no, and make no, it no, girly. No, like, no. I, like I took a lot into consideration. Like, okay, you know what? Like, obviously I don't want him to, I don't want him to have like a pink yeah, sparkly you know, blankets and house, whatnot. The house it's was like, unisex. Yes, I made it very like masculine with the girl touch. Yeah. I've added grays, and so it's like really getting to know each other was the thing. And one thing about Sebas is like he's never cared for like decoration. So like for example, like when I, I'm sure a lot of girls in here can agree that if you live on your own or, or you have a house or whatever, we have them decorative towels in the bathrooms, right? This one didn't know that, you know, there's decorative towels that you don't touch and then there's towels that you touch. This one was like straight up, wash his ass with the decorative towels and then throw it back on there. And I'm like, okay, first of all, <laughs> ill. Second of all, you just ruined like the perfection of it. So it was things like that that like was hard Real to get quick, used to. I didn't wash my no. ass. <laughs> okay, your balls. I didn't wash my <laughs> balls. Okay, I didn't know. I didn't know that these decorative towels that they're just there to look at, you weren't supposed to use them to dry your fucking hands. What towels are for? No, not at all. Look, now I get it. Yeah, you want your bathroom to look all pretty whoop de wop. Okay, cool. But at that time, I didn't know that these are decorative towels. Anyways, I, I got accustomed to it. I got accustomed to it. Yeah, but it was. And it- then remember when we had your cousins over? Was it my cousins? And then they were in the bathroom and they used the decorative towels. And I looked at Karen and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Who's my cousin? Your cousin's right. And his friend. They came Yo, in to visit us. They used the bathroom. And then I, I totally forgot about the decorative towels. <laughs> it's not even a big deal. Is we it though? We don't even have them anymore. Like, and, it is what it and is. And her cousins went in real quick. Her cousins went in the, the, the bathroom and there was just a massacre of decorative <laughs> towels and it water was, everywhere. It was on all over the And then mirror. me, I was, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I felt like I was going to get my ass whooped. <laughs> no, so it's like it's like that. So for me, like, I grew up. So let's, let's backtrack a little bit to life. Like, I grew up being 
very like as you guys know i love to organize and put labels on stuff and i just like to be clean i like to know where my things are at it's a it's a lifestyle it's not for everybody but guess what living with me like that you love it now because you're like i know where shit's at like that's the the, the amazing part about it is that you know where things uh, are at now i'm definitely not gonna lie i once thought to myself god damn she's crazy <laughs> Like you literally just said, put labels on shit. Like uh, you're crazy, right? But, but hold on, but hold on. I rather have somebody like that than a fucking puerca. Yeah. For donga ass fucking muchacha. <laughs> like, you know, you gotta, I gotta choose my battles. Do I wanna fucking for donga ass cuachala? Which, if, if you don't know Spanish, that just means like somebody lazy, like doesn't slob, take care yeah. of themselves, slob, messy. Or am I going to have somebody who's, you know, very. <laughs> you, fuck, you swear. I'm not like crazy. I'm just. <laughs> Don't put your eyes that huge. I'm not, cra- I'm not crazy. <laughs> Listen, I growing up. Like, I feel like when you talk, like keep talking. <laughs> Talk and make it more intense. I'm not I, crazy. I can't lift my eyebrows up anymore. I have Botox. It doesn't want to move. No, but it's like for me, it's it's one of those things that I like. Okay, we're completely different people. We we come to realize that till this day. So hold on, before we move into the organizing stuff, it's like we're very very different. When when I when we first moved with each other. He didn't know that I'm someone that like likes to do laundry and you don't I just do laundry like I don't know one day of the week I'll pick to do laundry. You wash your plates as you go. You kind of just like clean up as you go. Like it's it's like common sense. And with him it's more like he would just leave things and expect like the toilet paper roll to like, you know, fill itself back in. He still leaves a thing there. I'm sure a lot of guys do. He um he's really good at plates now, but before he was like leaving plates everywhere, leaving a mess. He'd be the type to come out of the bathroom and have to wipe down the mirror. You guys know that's like the most annoying thing to do ever. But he would do that uh, toothpaste all over the sink. Like, I mean, just a guy, a guy. And for me moving in, I'm like, I feel like I'm living with my brother. Like you're messy, yeah. your underwear everywhere. Like it was just one of those things that it was hard for me to get used to. And I'm like, there's a laundry basket right there. Can you please yeah. just put it in there? Can you please close the lid? Oh, no, I have, I have the lid problem. I don't put lids on tightly and I spill everything all the time. But it's okay. like... But it's like things like that that I was not prepared for. And with him, he he's never really lived with anybody super clean. So he's like, oh, my God, this girl's psycho. And I'm like, just clean as you go, please. Just clean as you yeah. go. Like, that's all I want in so life. So expectation moving in with your girl, your guy. You know, you think things are going to be like, let's go to the movies and then come back. And then, you know, kiss and cuddle and this and that. It's not like that. Nope, I mean, it is like that for a little bit like that. But for the most part, you know, it's cool because you, 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 it's beautiful because you start to really know each other in a different level and shit. I feel like some people probably go through that and they I literally probably break up. Yeah. Like for sure. Don't think that that other person is wrong. Don't think that, you know, it's my and don't be the person too that I, I've i had to tell Karen too, like, hey, just just because you think that's right doesn't make it completely right. Yeah. Like there's some things that I even told myself, like, dang, like I'm so like one minded on certain things. I need to understand that this is not just my house. This is not just my room. It's also hers. 
So I have to be in a position where I'm just like, you need to learn that it's not you anymore. Yeah. So once again, in a relationship, don't think that this is your world and the other person's living in it. Don't. That's just going to cause problems. But we've learned to understand one another. And I mean, still to this day, <laughs> I'm still like, God damn. Me too. No, we, I mean, still to this day, we're still getting, I mean, we've been living with each other for four years and we're still getting to know each other. And, you know, little by little, it's like you fix these little issues. But I think like, like the biggest thing is just like understanding and communicating and just kind of like compromising. Like that's like the biggest thing you have to do. Um, I think it's important to communicate. Like, honestly, like that way everyone's on the same page and there's no mm-hmm. confusion at all and there's no issues. Yeah. And I mean... I can't stress that enough. Guys, comment down below. Like, are, is is your story similar to Karen and myself? <laughs> or are we the only ones? Because I'm pretty sure everybody goes through I, this. No, I, I and I, I'm positive. I'm positive. I mean, there's there's more and more. But I think, like, yeah, moving in, like, I expected, like, completely different. Like, j- just everything. And then you realize it's like, damn, this is, like, adulting yeah. AF. Like, there's AF. a lot of stuff you got to do. And um, it's like. It's like also like one thing too that I come to realize that when you live with each other, you have to still date. You still have to like treat each other like you still love each other. Because I think some people move in and then they're like, "Well, I live with her, so or live with him. I don't really have to. I can go out my friends, or I don't have to. We don't have to do this anymore." Then it gets boring, you know. So still treat it as if you're dating. I recommend having movie nights. Um, you yeah. still have to like build that. Uh, what's it called? Chemistry. Kendall. No, Kendall. Though, no. Oh, yeah. You you still have to rekindle the fire. Yeah, <laughs> just like that. Rekindle the fire. You still have to do that. And you still have to make it exciting and fun. Otherwise, you're just, you'll feel like you're living with a roommate. And yeah. we all know roommates do not last. Like, I have so many friends that I moved in with, like, girl, a lot of girlfriends. I moved in with roommates. And, I mean, if they if they made it out there, that is amazing. But I'll, most of them have not because it just doesn't work out. You're two different people trying to, like, make it work. So when you're in a relationship... You are a little bit more ballsy to talk to each other and say things and lay things out because you're with that person. So, um, you know, it's unfortunate. Like when people are like, oh, we were together for X amount of years. We broke up. We lived together. We broke up. Like that sucks because that's usually when it happens is living together. You get sick of each other. You yeah. you have to learn to also like, you know, have your time apart. Like um, we're so grateful now to live in the house that we do. And because of that, you know, Sebas has down here the room where we do the podcast at and um, editing an office and it's also kind of a little bit of a man cave so I think this is nice because it could do really whatever he wants yeah. to hear. like there's literally McDonald toys right there like there's I don't say anything about this room anymore I've tried to help him so much I'm like you know what and, and, and that's the thing that that's the thing it's you, him, you, it's you, him. you have to learn that this is me yeah you gotta give me at least one thing I have one room <laughs> I don't say anything anymore you have many rooms <laughs> shut up um, but yes, it's, it's, it's like the thing, like maybe she doesn't understand some of my things, but she needs to know Karen. I love Sarai needs to know that this is how I like some of my shit. But at the end of the day, like I said, if you guys are really trying to move in with each other and you guys can go for it, go for it. If you think that your parents are going to be super sad about it, it's okay because your parents need to know and it's healthy for them to know that you're growing up. And once you start doing it and they see that, they respect you a lot. They respect you 
you don't just become this son or this daughter. You become a woman that, oh, that's my daughter, but ya está grande. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure your parents now look at you like, yeah. you don't tell you, they don't, you know, no. I'm not saying <laughs> they don't tell you nothing, but I'm just saying like, no. they look at you in a different way now, ever since you moved out, like, yeah, ya eres grande. And you know, they respect that. And you know, maybe my parents say the same thing about me. Um, One thing too, that I want, that I forgot to mention to you guys is that moving out with Mexican parents as a woman, moving out with the boyfriend. Yeah. Was kind of an issue. It doesn't look right to parents, you know. Um, I think I think um, I was really scared to tell them I was moving out with Sebas because he's my boyfriend. Even we're not we, married, um, mm-hmm. we're dating, like, like all that stuff. Like and yeah, we've been with each other for you know x amount of years since I was nineteen. She was twenty, twenty one. Yeah, and then now we're you know twenty five, twenty six, whatever. Um, at the time that still doesn't really matter i feel like to no. your dad or to your mom you know and your and your parents are my mom at first you know, my, I wasn't my mom able didn't to, say anything my mom didn't say yeah. anything my dad was only made a little awkward i mean it's it's a mexican dad you guys know how mexican dads are like guy to Latin guy dad, yeah it's just like i feel i mean i, I don't know if it's for anybody but i know like mexican dads are a little bit more strict than i'm sure most that's every dads guy though. that i know about yeah and that was really uncomfortable at first um i actually never even really said anything because it was just like awkward and then he asked sebas and that was like the awkwardest thing ever it was really awkward but but after that it was just kind of just like it is what it is like look like i'm not doing anything wrong um but they still i think they wanted the whole like get married first then move out um yeah i mean we we can go into a deeper topic about that and things but he did have a conversation with me i do remember but as a man, I had to talk to him as a man as well. And I said, hey, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm sorry that you feel this way. But, you know, I'm going to take care of your daughter. And we're we're happy. So if you can respect that, you, you respect that and you take it any way you want. But I'm going to do me. It's a different story if I took his girl and started doing pendejadas. Yeah. Or we, oh, no, or, now, or, now, it's, or now we, it's not like that. Or, or, now or, they, like, Or love we them. go and we start struggling or, or you know. Which is fine, a struggle, but I'm just saying, like, we were doing bad things, yeah. and you know, he didn't see us like strive in life. That's different. But if you see me, we chilling and, and we doing good, and we're doing our thing, and we have a good head on our shoulders. Yeah, like you know. No, now, now they don't. That's not even the subject. Now they come over here and they're making hamburgers for everybody. Yeah, like so. <laughs> that's the thing. Like completely different. If you're scared to do that, you know, I, I always tell people like. Don't be too scared of your parents because your parents, you know, they, they have so much power over you. But if you show your parents that you can do something and you actually show them that you do it, yo, their perspective, you know, with you completely changes. Yeah. They respect you more as an actual person who can actually do it. Yeah. So most, most definitely. Like for like for example, um Karen's assistant. Uh, amazing person her name's millie i think she was saying that she pierces her nose or something like her parents oh, yeah. were gonna trip and i said I maybe like, you're about to graduate I was like, you millie, ucla like i was like millie girl. you smart you got a good head on your shoulders if you think that you want to pierce your fucking nose just fucking do it like <laughs> your parents aren't gonna like your parents aren't gonna fucking say anything and if they do they're only gonna say it for a little bit but if you continue to be this great person that you are there's no reason why they should tell you no yeah. By the way, everybody, uh, 
if you guys follow Millie, I'll, I'll just put her Instagram. It's gonna be her birth. Is it her birthday tomorrow? It is her birthday. Um, go everybody, go wish Millie a happy, happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> She's uh, super amazing, and you know Sweet we girl. we love her, and she helps us a lot. So yeah. it helps Karen a lot. Um, she helps me, you know. But she's a good girl. She's about to graduate from UCLA, and she's a good good head on her shoulder. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because she's like she was saying how we're talking about how like she's afraid to pierce her nose because obviously her dad. I mean, she's afraid to pierce her nose because obviously her parents will be upset. But I remember like when I tell you guys when I was I, I was actually a really good kid growing up. But at one point I went to I was a little rebellious, like maybe around sixteen years old, and when I was sixteen. Um, I went on like this crazy like emo scene girl phase and I stretched out my ears, which is why my ears, you guys see they're always hanging. I got to get it fixed and I'm just terrified of like the surgery. Um, but I like stretched my ears to, like the size of like a nickel, which that is huge. I went and got my, my nose pierced. I got my septum pierced right here. Can you guys imagine what the septum piercing I pierced my Monroe in class. Like, I was just this girl that was just rebellious like that. But I would come home and I would just hide everything and my parents wouldn't see it. And one day my dad was, like, doing something on the computer um, or doing something at the table. I don't remember what he was doing, but mm-hmm. um, he was, like, sitting. And I, like, walked up and I, like, went, like, that's not the guy, Dad. I was talking to him. And he, like, looked up at me and he's, like, what the hell is in your nose? And he saw, like, all the ring tidying and... I got in trouble. I had to take everything out. I had to give it to them all. And, and they were like, no, we don't want you doing that stuff. Like, don't be doing that. They were so, so, yeah. they were pissed at me because I was like 16 years old. I like, got such a different age. And during the time, like, that look was like unacceptable. Like, you didn't see anybody with the septum, like, at all. My dad said that I look like a bull. And my mom said, <laughs> my mom said, wow, they Like, they were like really clown on me. But it's like, I do that stuff. And I look back and I'm like, why did I do things like that? Like, why did I like, why was I so it's, such it's, a like I was I felt like I, I wasn't a bad girl. Like I said, I, I was a good kid, but there was some stuff that I look back at and I feel bad about it now. I'm like, dang, like it's uh, just it's just it's it's growing and, up. And like that's I'm telling it. you, when you're older and you move out, you you start to feel really bad about it. You're like, dang, I feel bad that I like ever snuck out or that I went to parties or I did things I shouldn't have done or I ever talked back to you guys. Like you think about that. So like when you move out, you kind of feel a little you feel bad, like terrible. And you're just like, Oh my God. Like, yeah. And I want to take care of my family forever. <laughs> yeah. It's just growing up. Life, it is, guys. Life's a trip. It really is. But I think that's all the time we have left for today. Hopefully we helped you guys we out. Go, we can go on for so long. I'm telling you, I always tell I'm everybody kind of on the podcast. I always tell hour. everybody. Yeah. I always tell everybody on the podcast. This shit goes by quick. And hopefully you, it goes by quick with you guys, too, because I don't want to make you guys feel like we're just dragging shit on. Yeah. But for everybody who follows La Platica, me and Karen really, really, really appreciate that. I really appreciate that. My 2020 goal is to be consistent. I know that 2019, maybe a little bit of 18 when I started YouTube, I wasn't as consistent. Um, but I'm really trying to make it, uh, you know, pop. Yeah, and it's for uh, sure. all help. And all thanks to you guys. So once again, laplaticapodcast.com. You can find merch for La Platica. And also on laplaticapodcast.com, since we're already going to be selling merch there, me and Karen are already brainstorming on a lot of ideas for Karen. So you guys can have things that are, you know, uniquely, you know, Karen certified. (laughs) So once again, follow us on Spotify. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts on your iPhone. A lot of people have been asking me if we're going to be on iTunes. 
Yes, I'm still trying to figure that out. But for now, it's just Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Thank you for everybody who actually watches La Platica. We going up. Also, I'm inviting myself again on here. So if you guys have any other topics you guys ever want us to touch base on, um, we would love to. I mean, I would love to. Yeah. At least. This was actually fun. Uh-huh. I'm telling you guys, I was so nervous. When I came here. But it's actually really fun and it's kind of yeah, nice. Did you like it? Yeah, this is chill. I felt very relaxed. Easy. I actually love that I'm like not wearing any makeup. It feels so good to just. Dang, next time she's going to be coming in here with a fucking <laughs> towel on her head and everything. <laughs> we should do like masking together. La plática. We don't mask. <laughs> Are you too manly for that? I'm pretty manly. Anyways, like I was saying, like, if you guys ever want us, like, certain topics, like, send it over because we love your guys' idea. I think we got this idea from someone that sent it to us. Yeah. They were like, You guys, can you uh, talk about um, moving in, like, what yeah. to expect? And I was like, That's a good one right there because I wish I would have known um, just little things, you know? I'm pretty sure. Hopefully we touch base on all this stuff that you should. 100%. Know. Yeah, 100%. I think everybody, um, for sure is going to relate. I want to let, I want to know the struggles that are happening in your guys' household, what your man does that you guys still struggle with, what, you know, what your girl does that, that she keeps doing. Yeah. Let us know if you guys have, if your person does, is like one of us. Yeah. You got the clean one or you do have the who's one. Who's Sebas and who's Karen? Yeah. Let us know. We could do a poll. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram <laughs> at, I Sebas, you already know who the lovely I love Sarai is. And thank you for watching. Like this video if you liked it. Dislike dislike it if you didn't like it. Me vale. <laughs> Subscribe to our channels. And we'll see you on la próxima platica. Bye guys. Ciao.